Hey babe, are you overwhelmed and burnt out by never-ending to-do lists, constantly giving your time to others, and feeling out of balance in your personal life? And are you ready to get absolute clarity on your life's purpose and activate the best version of you? Then it's time to ignite that inner fire and rediscover the fierce, confident woman you are born to be. Welcome to The Beam Life, where myself and other guests empower you to take steps toward the life you want so you can truly be everything and more. I'm Caitlin, your empowerment coach, new bestie, and lover of all things leopard print. It's time to get this party started, y'all. Hey, babe. Welcome back to the Beam Life Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin. As always, this is my favorite place to be. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm actually going to kick off our episode today by talking about our podcast listener of the week. In case you are new and haven't heard about our podcast listener of the week, it's super easy to win. All you have to do is leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, and every week I randomly choose one review, and you get to win and have access to a month of my Beam Life monthly membership, where we meet as a community, and I do trainings on all things life, like confidence and boundaries and self-care, all the things. You don't want to miss out on this epic opportunity. So this week's podcast listener of the week is Cheese Diva. So if that is you, be sure to go to the show notes for details, but send me an email so you can claim your free month in the membership. This says, be everything and more. Thank you, Caitlin, for another great episode. I love how you introduce us to women we may otherwise have not heard of, but their stories always resonate with part of my life and inspire me to live authentically. That's kind of scary. Thank you for empowering women to find themselves and make necessary changes. Cheese Diva, thank you so much for tuning in, being a part of this community, and leaving a review. That means the world to me and um, truly excites me to keep showing up here every single week. So I can't wait to chat with you about what I have um, for this week. And it's about living a life of intention. And what I mean by that is we're going to talk about how and what it looks like to shed the have tos and the shoulds from your life. I used to live a should life, and I'm going to tell you exactly what that means in the episode, but I got this idea because, um, so I moved about three and a half years ago from where I used to live in Los Angeles, and it's a 40-mile drive, right? But my really good girlfriend who does my facials um, still lives in see me where I used to live, and when I was, um, it, it's hard to get out there, right? And so she sent me a message and was like, when I'm going to see you again, and I understand if it's too far away, and I don't want you to feel like you have to come out here because I'm your friend. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Babe, I don't do anything anymore because I feel like I have to. 
if I didn't want to, I wouldn't do it. And when I said that, I realized like how truly empowering that felt to say and how much I actually meant it. And also how in a previous like version of my life where I was totally living by feeling like I had to or I should do things and even if I really didn't want to, right? Um, And it feels so liberating to be able to let go of that mentality and really only do things that feel good in my soul. So I'm going to share with you exactly how you can apply that and do that in your life because this is a super vital thing to learn if you're wanting to live a fulfilled life. So if you're ready, babe, let's dive right in. Welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here for the Beam Life podcast. As I mentioned in the intro, we're going to be talking about a should life. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean when I say should life is when we are living for everyone else, aka people pleasing, right? This is people pleasing at its best. And an example of this would be if someone asks you to do something, but you're already full with things, or maybe you're not, you just don't want to do what they're asking you, but you're like, ugh, but I should help them because they're a great friend, or I should help them because they're my boss, or I should help them because they are, you know, an important person, blah, 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 blah whatever the reason, that word should. Should is an indicator that we are not making decisions based off of our best interest, but mostly the best interest of the person or people asking for you to do something. And when we aren't used to making our time and our hobbies and our passions and our lives a priority, We can get trapped in this should life pretty easily. Formerly, before the life I live now, it feels like a different lifetime. I was absolutely living a should life. From the outside, everything looked totally buttoned up and put together. And then inside, I was just confused, overwhelmed, and very much like doubting who I was and what I even liked myself. And, you know, I'm really careful when I say this because previously I owned a gym that had so many members and I cared for them all as if they were family. But when you have a business that's in the, uh, you know, client experience, people-pleasing business, it's really easy to get wrapped up in, basically living at your job and doing it 24-7. And at the time, I didn't do a very good job of separating myself from my business. And I sort of like became it until I woke up one day and I've talked about this so many times where I like didn't even recognize myself in the mirror. I, you know, had graduated from college with a fashion degree. I have always been 
you know, spunky and spontaneous and a rule breaker. And I saw none of that. And it was truly because I felt like I was no longer living for me. I was living for everyone else around me. And I knew this had to change in order to be able to continue to um, be a good mom and, you know, live a life that was fulfilling and satisfying. So I wanted to share with you three different ways that you can stop the shoulds. The first one is realize that you have a choice. As a life and mindset coach, one of the biggest things I work with my clients on is recognizing and having awareness around our choices. Like just because someone is your boss or just because someone is your parent or your partner or your child actually doesn't mean that you still have to do something or should do something. You have a choice in absolutely every single thing that you do. Okay? So if you are feeling, first of all, that you don't, that is a major, major red flag that should instantly be evaluated because you do have a choice always. So recognize that If you are burnt out or feeling overwhelmed, it's probably because you made the choice to put a bunch of those things on your plate. But as you made the choice to put them on there, you can also make the choice to take them off. Secondly, in order to stop living a should life, it's so important to set your boundaries and expectations. One of the biggest sources of conflicts my clients experience is mismanagement of expectations. And what that means is when someone asks us to do something like, for example, hey, can you help me move my house on Saturday? Your answer in, you know, when you're living a should life might be like, yeah, yeah. And then inside you're like, why? I had so many plans, but they're a good friend. I feel like I should do this. But maybe now your new answer is, you know, um, you know, I can't help you all of Saturday, but I can come over for an hour on Saturday morning and help you, right? So that is an excellent way to say your expectations, meaning that person is no longer expecting you to come and stay there all of Saturday. You've said what you can do and you are setting an expectation. You're setting a time limit and a boundary, So that there is no like gray. So if you didn't say that before, maybe you would be expecting to only go there an hour, but maybe you didn't communicate that and your friend is expecting you to be there five hours. So that way when you left, they would be like, hey, where are you going? Right? And then you're like, oh, I should stay longer. And we get trapped in that cycle. So you see where I'm going with this, but it's really important that we set those boundaries and expectations. And lastly, something really, really that has been extremely helpful in my personal life is creating a mantra. And I know that as a recovering people pleaser, saying no is one of the hardest things. So At the beginning stages of leaving my should life, I would create mantras and have them either on my phone background or I would have them written down somewhere. I would have them on a post-it by my computer screen. 
Some of my favorites are, I don't owe anyone an explanation. You know, often when we say no, we feel like we have to justify and tell the other person why. But that leads me to my next uh, mantra, which is no is a complete sentence. Like, you literally, babe, don't need to tell anyone why you can't do it. And you don't need a reason, actually. You can just say no because you're not into it. And in fact, you're doing everyone a favor if you don't do something that you aren't wholeheartedly into. And two more mantras that have been super helpful for me is I am the protector of my energy. And a no to them is a yes for me. I love that last one so much because every single time I say no to something that doesn't light me up, it leaves space for a yes to come into my life. So I want you to remember that, that no isn't always a bad thing and often leaves space for the universe to fill because the universe loves to fill space and will fill the space that you leave open. I hope that this episode has been inspiring and helpful for all of you people pleasers because I totally get it, um, what it's like to be in that Um, space. And if this is something that you struggle with, I want to encourage you to check out the Beam monthly membership where I do trainings about this a lot. I know that those members who have been in the membership now two, three, four months are feeling like they've got boundaries on lock. And oftentimes at the beginning of our calls, we are celebrating with little wins that they have done from the trainings and are implementing into their own life. And it's so cool to see. Um, But this kind of stuff is not something that you can just like listen to a podcast and instantly um, know how to do. It often takes accountability. It takes support. Um, And that's something that I very much highly recommend getting is if you are someone who is an overscheduler and pulling yourself so thin and saying yes to everything um, that is that you are asked of, then, you know, this is something that I would highly, highly look into getting support around, just like you would get support around, um, you know, your fitness um, or any kind of medical stuff or anything you were trying to learn, like you would go get the tools, but like, why don't we do that for life stuff, right? So I hope this is helpful. Stop living a should life. A life should feel like a want to because I enjoy it kind of thing. And it should feel like you're fulfilled and satisfied and only doing it when it lights you up. All right, babe. Until next week, go out there and kick some ass. Thank you for listening to The Beam Life. I'd be so honored if you would take a sec to leave a review. Ready to take the next step and join the sisterhood? The Beam Life community is a place where you can just take off the mask, feel seen, and form authentic connections with other like-minded, kick-ass women. We do not do surface-level shit in that group, babe. Click on the link in the show notes or head to the Beam Life Create Your Dream Life community on Facebook. I can't wait to see you there.